There's something that we have done on this show in the past that people love and beg us to do it again, or they hate and immediately shut our show off. And I put it on my Instagram this morning and it was a, an overwhelming success. We're talking about the dog crunch game. So I can't even remember how we played the game last year. I think Jeff gave me a list of sounds that he recorded with our dog, Lily, who is our resident cruncher. Right. Things that the dog was eating. And then Callie tried to guess what they are. But some people have that misophonia thing. Even with dogs. And a lot of people hate it with people, but not with dogs. But um, Lily, every morning she gets up when I get up to go to work and she um, gets carrots. Like every morning she asks me for a carrot and we keep baby carrots in the fridge, really just for the dogs. And then I give her a carrot. And this morning I'm like, you know what? Maybe someone would like to hear a dog crunch. So I did that. Then I remembered that Jeff had Cheez-Its in the pantry, which are the best dog crunches ever. So then I gave her Cheez-Its and then my Instagram exploded because people were so excited to see dogs crunching. So we're going to play the dog crunch game on today's episode, but I hear those of you loud and clear who hate the sounds of dogs chewing. It's going to be the very last thing that we do on today's episode. We'll do it right uh, before. Should I, should I even do it after the voicemails? Or should it be the last thing before the voicemail? I think it can be the last thing before the voicemail. Okay, so we'll give you a heads up. And then if you don't like the sound, you can just skip, 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 skip. And then get to the the voicemails at the end because we've got some really good voicemails. But the dog crunches, today's episode. But if you don't like the sounds of animals chewing, we're looking out for you. We got your back. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for nurses. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for cozy pajama pants. I want to start off wishing a happy ninth birthday to Anna Claire. Anna Claire celebrated the big 09 on Monday. Happy birthday. Uh, Her mom actually left us a message, and I didn't get the message until too late, or else we would have said happy birthday on Monday. But Anna Claire's excited to be nine, right? Mm-hmm. Last year in the single digits. Yeah. She's going to be a grown up next year. Yeah. Right. So she's pumped, but she's also a tiny bit sad and we need to help her find the upside. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Liz. Um, I need a little bit of upside support. My youngest daughter's birthday is Monday the 16th and she had big, big plans for Um, treats at lunch and getting out early with a friend and going on a birthday adventure and in her eight turning nine-year-old little heart her life is ruined Um, and last night she looked at me and said mom Callie and Jeff say there's always an upside but I just can't find an upside right now so we talked a little bit more about it we tried to see if we could find an upside She's not there yet, but it's okay. We'll get there. Um, Love you guys. Hope everyone stays safe and healthy. Thanks. Bye. 
obviously, uh, wherever Anna Claire goes to school didn't have school on Monday, so her big birthday plans, kaput. I think I have an upside. I might have one too, but you go first. I think I have a solution to this. Okay. I think we as a society, all of us, need to acknowledge birthdays that happen during this, I don't know, do we call it a quarantine? Do we call it a shutdown? Do no, we call it's it not a, either. What do you call it? What's the official? Um, You could just say right now. Right now. Okay. So while, while all of this craziness is going on, if your birthday falls in, the, in this craziness window, I think you should be allowed to celebrate a half birthday this year. Oh, 5,000%. But everybody around, we all, all of us who don't have birthdays during this time. So Anna Claire, for example, her half birthday would be about September 16th. Mm -hmm. Okay. So on September 16th of this year, Anna Claire should get to bring snacks to lunch. She should get to leave school early. She should get a birthday party on the closest weekend to... September 16th, yes. right? Her family should mail her cards, right? I don't yes. know what every, whatever you, everybody's got a grandmother or an aunt or somebody who always mails you like one, one bill for each, yes. each year, they, mm-hmm. whatever. So you got to do that on September 16th, whoever that person is. Yes. And for everybody who, whose birthday got somewhat, got the shine taken off of because of what's going on now. You get to have a half birthday and we promise, the rest of us, all promise to acknowledge it. Yes, we do. With the vigor and with the enthusiasm that we would acknowledge your full birthday. And the upside, Anna Claire, would be that technically in the year 2020, you'll have two birthday celebrations because you'll have the one that just happened, a little muted, a little more low key, but you'll also have one in September. And- after you have your one in September, your birthday is going to come so fast for 2021. Right. You know what I mean? Because yes. you'll just had a birthday. Then you get to celebrate yourself all over again. But that ha- it has to be a universal agreement. Like. It is. Okay. We're saying it right now. It is universal. And I also will use this as a time to say, um, I, my best friend's birthday is Friday and, um, I have, uh, called in a cake with a local business who's going to deliver it to her. So I won't be able to see her, but it's a great time to support local businesses by sending somebody a cake. Do, um, what, what is she going to do for her birthday? Is she just laying, literally nothing laying low at home? Yeah. Her kids are home from school. Um, I sent her a cake via delivery. Um, so good excuse. That's why you went with the local place and not the chain. Cause she's a big, uh, cookie cake fan, right? Yeah. Um, and but the chain doesn't deliver. It doesn't. Mm, they miss so it. pick up only. So, um, yeah, I was like, you know, she is trying to minimize contact in her house. So it was a really good time to go with a local bakery that delivers. And think of how great this, the way a lot of businesses are delivering now, um, they c- come up to your porch and they just put the stuff down and they leave and they'll ring the doorbell. So it's almost like a cake fairy has arrived upon your house. It is a cake fairy. So you get to take advantage also, Anna Claire, of the cake fairy. Right. Sorry, mom. Now you're going to have to order a cake. <laughs> uh, so if you have an idea that we could that we could implement for anybody who is celebrating a birthday 
during this period of time, uh, we would love to hear it. 800-434-5454. We'll share great ideas on, on the show. Um, if you, if they come in, but, uh, that phone number, put that in your phone. That's, we want to hear from you. We want to talk to you a lot. So 800-434-5454. Y'all are smarter than we are. Call us with your ideas. Okay. Here are my three random things. Number one, fist bump or elbow bump or air high five, whatever we're doing these days to dollar general. Yes. Opening their stores one hour early so that senior citizens, uh, can shop before the store gets super crowded. Yeah. And there are a couple stores like Dollar General, I think was the first one to do that. And now other stores are kind of like following suit, right? Yep. Stop and shop in New York, New Jersey, and New England. I know stop and shop because when I lived in Boston, that was my supermarket. Uh, They're doing it. They're opening from for 90 minutes every morning for customers over the age of 60 Uh, in Houston, Texas. Uh, if you've got an ID that shows that you're over 65, uh, there is a store called, oh, I lost it on my thing. Hold please. Um, food town. There's a store called food town and you can go shopping early at food town. If you're over the age of 65, uh, and in Jersey city, New Jersey, the government is trying to work with the local grocery stores to see if that older folks, people with disabilities and pregnant residents can have an exclusive two hour shopping window once a week. Love it. Uh, that's my first things. Number two, if you're working from home, here's the number one thing that you can do to not get sidetracked every single day. Can I guess what it is? Yes. Uh, wake up and shower and get dressed. Have a routine. Yes. Have a routine that is close, closely mimics what you would do every day, but just your office is going to be your dining room table. I had that, um, or I read that somewhere today and I can't remember where that they were saying like it's, it will trigger something in your brain. If you set your alarm, wake up, shower and get ready as though you were going somewhere at the same time. So, you know, like, and, yeah. ha- and have breakfast and, and don't. Uh, the article goes on to say that like you shouldn't be doing things like bringing your breakfast to the table and kind of start working, like do whatever your routine right. is and then go into your workspace. Uh, and number three, uh, Callie, what is the number one perk of being married? And before you answer, know that 57% of women all had the same answer. Women. It was a survey only of women, I'm assuming. Well, I think men would have a different answer. It was done by Red Book Magazine, so that's only women. Yes. Uh, (laughs) What is the number one perk of being married? Red Book Magazine. I feel like that's only going to be women named Donna or Janet. Probably. I have no idea. What? No clue. What's, okay. What's your number one perk about being married? Always having a buddy. Number one. The nicest part is having a live-in best friend. Oh, okay. See? Yeah. It's only 57% though. 57% of people said that. Uh, I don't have the rest of the answers. Um, One of the lowest though was 4%, uh, which is doing it whatever you want. Which That's what I thought. If you had said it was a survey of men, I would have expected that to be the answer. As a man, I am a little disappointed. That's only 4%. I have not yet told Jeff this story. I just vaguely shot him an email about it so we could, so I could tell him on the show. 
I have been meditating this week and I've had some trouble sleeping lately. So I need to calm my brain down. And I, um, the week before I was staying off my phone for an hour before bedtime, that was not cutting it for me. So I decided, Hey, I'm going to meditate. So I downloaded the calm app, which is great. Are you still not using your phone before bed or have you totally scrapped that? I've scrapped that. And now I'm meditating. So I used to try to be in bed by 630. I'm going to bed at six and I'm doing a 30 minute meditation. Well, number one, you're not getting in bed at six. Either way, I am sleeping sound asleep before 7 p.m. Okay, yes. Okay, yeah. Um, Because the goal of being in bed at 630 is to fall asleep by seven. So anyways, my goal is to be asleep by seven. So I downloaded the Calm app, really excited about it. People love it. Um, And I'm so into it, right? First night, this was Monday night. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I did a meditation that was just basically one of the basic ones where you like start from your toes and you notice like every part of your body on the way up. And bo- then you're talking about a body scan, a body scan. Then the great thing about the app is it you're turns, still, you're still using your mask. So you have yes, completely have blacked mask. out. Perfect. Yes. It was amazing. And I fell asleep and you don't even have to touch your phone because it just switches off after mm-hmm. the meditation's over. So you don't have to wake up and turn it off and whatever. You can just fall yourself to sleep. Sure. Tuesday night, I'm thinking, okay, so that went really well. So there are some other really interesting guided meditations. And I think I'll try one that's a little out of the box for me. So after one day. I got cocky. Using meditation to fall asleep, you are are like, well, I'm going to branch out. It worked well once. Should be great. And if you don't know what meditation is or you've heard people talk about it, but you're like, I'm not really sure what that is. Basically, guided meditation is like you lay down and you try to, in an effort to clear your brain, somebody with a usually very soft, calming voice walks you through a picture that you're trying to paint in your head and that guides you to sleep. So I picked sun set train ride. Cause I thought, wow, that just sounds so relaxing, right? I will take a ride <laughs> on a train at sunset through the forest and it'll be great. And it was great <laughs> except for that. It kept on going. And here's the thing. So what do you, I mean, was it on kept, the- <laughs> what do you mean it kept on going? Was it like a nine hour meditation? <laughs> no, I picked a 35 you- minute meditation, which is t- a long time. I am not at 35 pay- minutes yet. She didn't take, take a picture. She didn't pay attention. So she, it was actually a train ride across, across India. So she's still on it. It's not that it was long. Here's the thing. The train ride was like the first five minutes and I felt great. And I'm like, wow, I'm going to be asleep in no time. I think the meditation's almost over. Then they have you, they guide you out of the train, walking through the woods to a house. So I'm like, okay, this is off of the train thing. And the title of it was like train meditate, like on a train or whatever. So then they have you walk into this really small house with a fireplace lit and you sit in a chair by the fire, like an easy chair and you're reclined in it. Right. Okay. So is this, this is, is this like meditation? Choose your own adventure. <laughs> okay. I'm getting there. So then I'm like thinking, oh, well, this must be the end of the meditation. Cause you look over to the shelf and there's a sword or a gun. Which one do you pick up? I Turn mean, to page 52. If you choose the sword, it, it so, might as well have gone that way, to be honest. So then 
I'm thinking, okay, so I'm going to fall asleep in the chair next to the fire. So that's relaxing, even though it's this unknown house that I've never been to before. Then they tell me that I'm standing at the top of a staircase. How did you get to the staircase from the recliner? I think I walked. Like, I think that they were telling me to walk upstairs, downstairs into a basement, which I'm like, "Mm, okay, this is starting to be not relaxing. So then for like minutes, they had me walking down a staircase. Are you sure your phone didn't just flip and start playing an episode of Crime Junkie? Swear to you, it gets better. So I get to the bottom of the stairs. Uh Then they have me going down a hallway by myself that's dark. And at that point, I literally woke up and had to turn it off. And I realized when I turned it off, I wasn't even close to the end of it. But I don't know how it ends because I was so freaked out. Well, you got to keep listening to it. Where did the hallway take you? I was honestly, I was so scared um, that I had to pause it and I wound up falling asleep just fine. Cause I think it should have ended for me with laying on the couch by the fire, but oh my gosh, I felt like I was in a murder mystery. Can you listen to the end of it today and see where I don't want to, it? I'm scared. It's going to end. Are we with- legally allowed to play that? The end of the meditation? No, the, what was freaking me out so much. Well, why we why would we want to play the the people listen to this in the car? You don't want to play something that's going to make people fall asleep. That's true. Anyway, so I my meditation last night totally freaked me out. One, it was way too long and I'm not cut out for that because it really is focusing so hard on the story and I can't do that for 35 minutes. Lesson was, learned, 15 minutes is what I need. Was Olivia Benson in there at all? Is there- She might as well have been. Like, anyway, it's this guy. I'm like, I. So are you going to go back to the, what do you call it? Regular one? Yeah. I'm going to do other ones that I'm totally, and I would have loved the train <laughs> one, but like, why am I in a basement? And like, why am I walking through a hallway you, by myself? Cause you were abducted from the train. You don't remember it because somebody put uh, something in your drink. That's what it felt like. And they and passed out and they me. took you to a cabin in the woods. And then Olivia Benson shows up. So anyways, I got a full night's sleep, but um, I had to wake up and stop the meditation because I was so scared. Uh, Meditation fail. Catching up on voicemails yesterday, and there were a few unpopular opinions left. So I want to play these couple of calls just because they um, are all things that came in multiple times. So they're they're very popular. Unpopular opinions. Yep. Hi, Jeff and Callie. This is Shelly from Glen St. Mary, Florida. I just paused episode 203 to call and confess the thing that came to my mind that I don't like that seems to go against popular opinion. One of the main things I can think of is Ikea. I just don't get it. I don't like the layout of the store. I don't like that they trap you in there unless you know their secret getaways. I do like their meatballs and, of course, their chocolate. But other than that, I, I don't really like it. It's too expensive. The furniture is not appealing to me. And that's just my confession. <laughs> Thanks for the show. Love you guys. Bye. Multiple calls from people who don't like the IKEA shopping experience. Hi, this is Claire in Decatur, and my unpopular opinion is that Keurig coffee or any K-cup coffee sucks. It's not good. It's really light. It doesn't really get the job done, and it's just lacking in flavor. I mean, they probably need to add, like, one or two more scoops of coffee grounds to make it any good. 
So I know that they are everywhere and people love them because they're easy, but ugh, that is not good coffee. That's my unpopular opinion. Thanks. I felt that we had to put that one in there because we got Starbucks so much the first time. Yeah. The first round, I felt bad that Starbucks took the brunt of the coffee. So what we're saying is we have a lot of coffee snob listeners. Yeah, we do. So here's my unpopular opinion. I feel like I have to like literally cover my head when I say this because people get so mad and I'm afraid, even though I'm alone in the car right now, I'm afraid someone will hear and throw something at me. I mean, I just don't get the hype with Disney, like Disney World, Disney everything. Like I, I just don't get it. Like it's so freaking expensive to go to Disney. And I've only been once as an adult and I went for a wedding. And so we only had one day to really like do something. And everybody's like, oh, best thing to do for adults is go to Epcot. Like there was nothing to do. It was so boring. It's so expensive. Um, they're like drink around the world. It's, I, I, don't have, I don't have money for that. Like that was, no drink around my living room is more like it and I like to go on vacation but I would rather go to like an all-inclusive spot where there's beach and a pool and just tropical drinks no Disney is not no good for me no good for me one of our favorite things ever is getting feedback on how much you love our advertisers and we got an awesome message about Thrive Cosmetics I heard the Thrive mascara situation going down and I guess I forgot about it and then I saw your Instagram stories and I was like how are her lashes so long and also like the non-smudginess so I noticed your lower lashes were super long and it also was like not smudging on your under eye which is like my biggest problem so I'm gonna try Thrive thank you guys for always supporting companies that you like and that you would recommend to your people I'm your people. You're my people. Start thriving and help women in need today by going to thrivecosmetics.com slash upside and use the code upside for 15% off your first purchase. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside and then the code upside for 15% off. Care of makes taking care of your health so easy. Here's how it works. You go to takecareof.com and you take a short quiz that will determine what vitamins and supplements could most benefit you. You pick the ones that you want and they are put together in an easy to consume packet. What does that mean? Every day's worth of vitamins are sealed in one little packet and you just grab that and go. No more opening and closing 10 different bottles for 10 different vitamins and supplements. No more having to go to the drugstore and try to figure out which vitamin is exactly right for you or which supplement's going to most benefit you. Care of makes it easy. They do the heavy lifting for you. They're focused on the quality, science, and research that goes into each of their products so you know that you are getting a quality product. Go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the code UPSIDE50 and you will get 50% off your first order. That's TakeCareOf.com and the promo code is UPSIDE50. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. If you have been thinking about buying some CBD and trying it for yourself, maybe to get more sleep, maybe to reduce anxiety, there is no better time than the present. Here's the thing about CBD, okay? It's not all created equal. And the reason that we love Hemp Fusion so much is because they combine the CBD with other natural ingredients so your body really is absorbing it um, in the most impactful way. So it's really, really gonna work for you. Um, Jeff and I love it. One of our favorite products is actually on their website with the pill form. And Jeff has been taking it before bed to kind of chill out a little bit. He absolutely loves it. Right now, you can use promo code UPSIDE and that's gonna get you 20% off your first order plus free shipping at hempfusion.com. That is promo code UPSIDE for 20% off your first order and free shipping at hempfusion.com. A beautiful human alert on the upside is where we shine a spotlight on an awesome citizen making the world a little bit of a better place. I found this in our Facebook group um, and I thought it was so dang sweet. A woman named Susan, and I won't share her last name in case she didn't want to be identified on our show, but she said, while you were homeschooling, remotely, digitally educating your kids, if you need assistance with understanding something that has been assigned for your child, you have some questions about a technology piece, or if you need more resources, just give me a shout. I'm a certified pre-K through fifth grade teacher with a master's degree in math education and currently a fourth grade math teacher. I'll be happy to answer questions. We will get through this hashtag better together. I'm going to reach out to her and see if she wants to give me her email address and then we can put it in the show notes um, if she's comfortable with that. You know, I thought of that with and I'm not educated at all on this, so maybe it's changed. But I know that the big thing a few years ago was like the new way to do math. You know, back in my day, when you did right. math, like you carried the one and you did this and yeah. that and the way you did division and all that. Now there's a completely new way to do math. So parents were struggling to help their kids get their homework done. Right. Because you have to show your work, right? Right. So I, it popped into my head the other day. If you're trying to be a responsible parent and do some homeschooling during this, this, you know, 15 day break or whatever it is, I guess it's till, till the start of next month. Like, how do you teach something that you yourself don't even understand? Right. I mean, and how do you do it for weeks? Yeah. So anyways, if you need Susan, you can reach out to her in our Facebook group, or I'll try to get her email um, and hopefully post it in the show notes. We're not, there's nothing that anybody can say that will make worrying go away for the immediate future. Right. There is a lot to be concerned about. And, and, you know, it's not, it's not our job to, to say everything will be okay because it's not like life is going to be different for a long time for everybody. Right. What we would like to do from time to time is, maybe find ways to make coping with it a little bit easier. Yes. So I found an article by a guy named uh, Thomas Opping, Oping, O-P-P-O-N-G. Uh, it's called Four Habits to Train Your Brain to Stop Worrying. And, and like I said, none of these suggestions are going to make all the worry go away, but I thought they were really 
relevant given what's going on in the world. So number one, find your stop loss point. In other words, give worry a limitation. Okay. So I'm just going to read right from, from what he wrote. Cause there's no other way to summarize it. When you find yourself in a cycle of worry and a cycle of anxiety, stop and ask at what point do you stop worrying and let it go? Because by giving every worry a limitation, you're not allowing it to control you. It also forces you to become mindful about everything occupying your mind and choose and allows you to choose what to focus on. So basically, when you catch yourself going down the rabbit hole of when is this all going to end? Like when is the 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 virus going to start to, you know, when are the trends going to start to reverse and mm -hmm. when is the stock market going to bounce back and when are we going to be allowed to to go out to eat again and all that stuff? Almost give in to the fact that you don't know and you just have to kind of own the say there's nothing. My worrying is not going to do anything about it and be mindful of, of the fact that you are worrying so that you can be mindful of shutting it off. Does that make sense? Uh -huh. Number two, acknowledge your worries and then get them out of your head by writing them down. This helps me so much. I can feel my brain get cluttered with stuff, mm -hmm. but usually for me, it's work or professional related. And when I make a list, there's a noticeable shift in my stress level. Like almost like a brain dump. Yes. You call it a brain. It's brilliant. But what I never thought about doing this with worries and concerns. Mm -hmm. It's almost like in my head, like it's bouncing around, you know, like how long is this going to go on? How long is this going to go on? How long is this going to go on? So you, because there's no answer to it, you keep thinking about it. You keep thinking about it. But if you put it on a to-do list, almost like how long will this go on? You don't have to keep it in your head because it's on a piece of paper right? and, and you can look at it once a day, once a week, twice a day, once a month, whatever, mm -hmm. acknowledge it and then step away from it. Uh, shift your worry from long-term stuff to daily stuff. Uh, the thinking behind that is if you're thinking of short-term issues, you can create routines and actions that will solve the problems. Usually the long-term worries are less controllable. Couldn't be more true in this world that we're living in. Yeah. So just focus on what you can do today and tomorrow and the next day in order to make your world a little bit better and then kind of let the big stuff go. And finally, interrupt the worry cycle. If you catch yourself getting stuck and going down those rabbit holes, go out for a walk, pick up a, a fiction book, watch some mindless TV, put your phone down, get away from the computer screen and interrupt the worry cycle because it's easier to, it's easy to stay into a routine. Yes. Like that in a cycle, but get out of it if you can. Yeah. I love that one. So, uh, so hopefully this will be a little, a little bit helpful. I know it's not going to make everything go away, but if it helps you cope with it, then, then I, I think it's a good thing. We have dog crunches coming up. So now would be the time if you don't like chewing noises from very cute animals to turn our episode off and we will see you tomorrow. Or just don't turn off. Just hit, the, use the little button and, oh, yeah, and, fast and, and skip, skip ahead two or three minutes. The beauty of podcasts. Um, yeah. For those of you that need a little animal crunch in your life, Lily is going to give it to you. All right, Callie, read the list that this, the theme of this dog crunch is 
quarantine foods that we had. So this is <laughs> this is stuff that we bought when we went to the store last week that we have in the house. And Lily got to taste uh, like two bites of all of it so we could record her crunches. Okay. So was this like the best day of her life? Yeah. Look at that list. She was so happy. Okay. So we are choosing from a carrot, a banana, a Cheez-It, cheese, toast, and a potato chip. It's important to note with the toast, just uh, because dry toast is just bleh, um, I put a little peanut butter on a piece of toasted Italian bread. Man, so she is living the life. All right. So I'm just going to um, play these, and you have to guess what the food is. All right, Callie? Uh, food number one. Um, is it a Cheez-It? Oh my gosh. Yes. Is it? Yes. Is? How did you know that? I was listening. Well, I, that was process of elimination because there's only three things on this list that are super crunchy. All right. Uh, number two. The lick Why at is the, it so funny? The lick at the end is what makes this in clutch for me here. Listen. Cheese. Cheese is right. Nice. Two for two. All right. Uh, third one. <laughs> Potato chip? Yes. I'm so you good at this got, game. You've got a gift. It's so <laughs> odd. Four. Now, is that banana? Yeah, it's banana. That one is the one that I thought, like, even I, the food noises don't really bother me, but that one's pretty gross. That's pretty gross. All right, two left. That's a carrot. That's a carrot. Uh, so process, I can't believe you went six for six on these. By process of elimination, then. Waiting for her to finish her carrot. Well, how polite. Process of elimination uh, is peanut butter on a piece of toasted Italian bread. is our show. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Is there increased entertainment value in attempting to do the crunch game live? And when I say live, obviously it'll be recorded because it's a podcast, but but like I would get on the floor with a microphone and have the foods and you would put on your sleeping mask so you couldn't see, and then you would try to do it live. I don't know. I mean, in theory, it would be 
less perfectly produced, but I think the opportunity presents itself for even increased entertainment value. Because the dogs will act up and then... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Is it worth trying? Maybe? Mm, I don't know. Let's see what the feedback to this one is. Okay. Yeah, we might get 100 messages from people saying, never listening to your show again, and then we'll do it. But if the feedback is good, maybe that's the next evolution to this. Blindfolded taste testing with dogs. That's our podcast. Thanks for listening. Hi, Callie and Jeff. I just have an amusing coronavirus story to share with you. This is Leslie from Centerville, Virginia. And a co-worker thought, I'll stop into Target early. Maybe it will be less crazy. So she was in line wearing her scrubs as we work in the radiology business and heard whispers from people in line behind her. Hey, we should see what she's got in her cart. And she was cringing, hoping that it wasn't she that they were talking about. Sadly, it was. And two people came up and looked in her cart and looked at her and said, is there a reason we should be buying lettuce? She said, well, only if you're having BLTs for dinner, because we are. Not everybody in healthcare is buying things that are specifically to fight the coronavirus. Thanks for all you do. Take care. Bye. Liquid IV is the fastest growing wellness brand. You can find them everywhere these days. Maybe you've seen them at Costco or Whole Foods. How about giving them a try? Liquid IV is a powder. It's a TSA-friendly powder that you can mix into 16 ounces of water and get two to three times the hydration from that water. So I know not a lot of people are traveling these days, but if you find yourself up late, maybe overindulging a little bit, or if you do get on a plane for some reason and you want to make sure that you're extra healthy for obvious reasons, Liquid IV can assist with that. Get to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. You'll get 25% off for better hydration, plus the added bonus of four different B vitamins and vitamin C. It's all about health with Liquid IV. Once again, it's liquidiv.com and the promo code is UPSIDE at checkout. Life can be really stressful, right? And you don't even have to leave your house to get help. You can go to betterhelp.com and they will hook you up with a licensed professional counselor that can help you work through anything that you might be feeling right now. Upside listeners get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash upside and then using the code upside. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash upside discount code upside for 10% off your first month. Hey guys, love the show. And I absolutely love the fact that you are not talking about the virus, but I do want to say one thing, thinking very upsidey about all the crazy things that are happening in the world and how you guys love dogs, just like I do. can't help but think all these people that are working from home, Imagine all of the dogs in the world. I literally think of, like, my dog sitting here smiling at me and all the other dogs that now get, like, who knows how much time with their humans because they're stuck at work. So the upside for me during this crazy coronavirus is that these dogs are going to get more love than they've probably ever gotten before, and it's going to be the best time of their lives. Hey, Jeff and Callie. This is Eileen. Uh, You mentioned about the Girl Scout cookies. I didn't even know the technical name. I just call them shortbreads. But those are my all-time favorite. I'm so glad to hear you say that. I felt kind of odd that that was the one I loved the most. But they are just my go-to. 
along with Ritz crackers. But if I had to pick a Girl Scout cookie, it would definitely be those. Anyway, hope you guys have a great day. Callie, I appreciate your honesty about uh, trying to get pregnant. I'm deep down praying for you that this will be a great year and keep being positive. I think you're doing the right thing. Thanks for all you do. Bye. Hey, guys. Heather here, a self-pronounced white claw expert. I'm sure you will get a lot of calls uh, regarding what the hype is about and why are they so crazy popular. They have one to two grams of sugar, so they are marketed as a healthy alternative to wine and beer and spirits. So they offer less carbs, less sugar, and the flavors are, you know, a little muted. They're a little bit like uh, alcoholic liqueurs. But anyway, they're, they're very popular just because they're marketed as healthy alternatives. Hope you guys have a great day. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Mandy. Love your show. Uh, I just heard the bit about Callie being really uh, nervous to expose her vulnerabilities in front of Jeff. And um, I really identified with that. And I just wanted to encourage her to really dig deep and try to find a way to express those vulnerabilities or be comfortable with showing them because in really exposing your vulnerabilities to people you trust is really, it really turns out to be a strength and it only strengthens you. Um, Love the show. Love listening to you guys. Bye. It is not weird that you want to go to the fertility appointment by yourself. I went to the first one by myself. I took one of my best friends to my second appointment, and my husband only went um, when we were doing IUI, and he had to, you know, do his part of that. And then an hour later, I went to pick up my little vial of my husband, and then I had my procedure. Uh, He wasn't there for any of the procedures or anything like that. So whatever is going to make it easier for you, and um, you would think that having your husband there would make it easier, and maybe it would, but maybe it won't. And sometimes it's just something that you just want to do it by yourself. Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain, but good luck. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Heather. I was listening to the episode about um, going to therapy, and you guys said there's no rules, and I just wanted to add a caveat that the one rule with therapy is that you should be 100% completely honest or none of it's going to work. I was going to therapy about five years ago, and I can be a people pleaser, and I tended to say things that I thought my therapist wanted to hear. I just wanted to get through it quicker than anybody, and I wanted my treat. I wanted her to say, wow, you really got through this hard part better and faster than anybody. And so I would tell her things that I thought she wanted to hear. So I would say that the only rule about therapy is you have to be 100% honest for them to be able to help you. So have a great day. Love you guys. Bye. Did you poop your pants? <laughs> wow. What's so funny? Is it funny that you pooped your pants? Love you guys and hope you guys have a great day. Bye.